I'm Tom. I'm Stephanie. This is a podcast about what bonds people and places together. Or as we like to call it, food glue. While you're listening to this podcast, just remember we recorded it outdoors near a working farm and there may be some machinery noises. We've done our best to clean up the audio and I really hope you enjoy it. So Stephanie, we've been on a little bike ride today to Oakfield Farm on this sunny, 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 actually feels like summer day in July. Is it July? Just, yeah. I've been ill, so I've got absolutely no idea. I've not like, left <laughs> the house. I've not left the house for two weeks, so it's a bit, I'm a bit confused because I'm actually outside. You've not left the house and then we've like, reached the heatwave day. It's very nice. No, I've been like, best, I don't know what the weather's been like. All I know is shenanigans in Parliament. That's about anything I've been vaguely aware of in the mm. last couple of weeks. You seem a bit it's a, nasally. It's a beautiful day. Um, we've just been out for a little ride because we wanted some lunch. And with fuel prices, you know, better to ride. So just having a look at this menu. Yes. What do we have on the menu? Well, it's so hot that my sweet tooth is kind of gone. There's quiche. I love a quiche. I'm a bit excited by the Phil English. Quish. It's a bit long time ago. Too hot. Too hot. I know, I thought, oh, poached eggs on toast, mushrooms on toast, yum, breakfast bagels, yum. Actually, they've been serving them, no, 12 o'clock. I'll have to check. <clears throat> Sunday roast. This would be a nice place to bring the parents for Sunday roast. Would be. I have to remember that. Tom's bacon roll. Uh, pancakes, that could be fun. Poached eggs, it's quite a big menu. But we can't have any of that, because we stopped serving it at 12. Lunch. Burgers. It's a hearty menu. It'd be Last a nice food place orders. to come. So bear in mind, you're here by 2.30. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's tight. I guess Sunday maybe they go a bit later. Um, okay, it's hot. I'm going to have a cold sandwich. And I know we don't do sharing, but should we share some chips? We'll share some chips. Because it is lunchtime. If it's an agreed share, it's that's right. fine. What I don't like doing is, because, you know, we talked about this previously on the pod. I'm not oh, very good at sharing three. my actual food. Brie cranberry and red onion tartlet. That sounds lovely. It's warm though. Mm. You do get chips with that. Oh. I'm going to go with a cold sandwich. Yeah, I'm going to have the smoked salmon and cream cheese. Right, so we don't double up. I'll go with a turkey and cranberry. Okay. We're sat outside and the um, building's kind of U-shaped. You walk in at the curve of the U and you go yeah. left and there's a farm shop and you go right and there's a cafe with a big cake counter. It's like a sit-down restaurant eating, haven't yeah. you? Yeah. Well I actually think I will bring my grandparents and stuff here for lunch. They're staying for a week in August. So I think this is a good grandparent-friendly spot. Actually, I can always get them to drive here and I can ride over. Um, looking, yeah. Because there's five of us, so actually it's a bit of a squish if you'll get in the car. I was going to meet Jo, wouldn't it, my partner? She can drive here for yeah. lunch and I can ride, out. ride over. And you can make it as long as as short as you want with that ride, really. Yeah, get here for whenever. Mm. I want to take you to the pizza place near Cork Abbey. Oh, okay, yeah. Parlor. And did you see that cafe we just went past up there? What was that called? Pazza or something? Italian thing. Yeah. yeah. It used to be called something else. I tried to stop there in lockdown and they wouldn't take my coffee order because I was outside. And I had to use the app and I was like, I can't be bothered. That's and that's like, the first time I came here. That's like Costa, who's refused, mm. they refuse cyclists on drive throughs <laughs> Dogs buddies. <laughs> it's like, really? Whatever. McDonald's do the same though. Like, you might get do run they? over. Yeah. It's because their insurance doesn't cover. I actually think I remember going to Wembley once and trying to walk through the McDonald's drive through and then being like, no, you have to come in. 
Um, but I'm just looking over Tom's shoulder at a little girl on her horse riding lesson and lots of blue skies. Oh, and Yeah, it's definitely a working farm in here, but that also means the building's kind of out the back of the, the buildings that have been here a lot longer. So when you come in, do persevere, because it can look a little bit like it's just a car park and nothing else. You sort of have to go through a gate around the back of someone's it's house. common. Hmm. Stanley Common? Stanley Common? Morley Common? I'm going to check Mrs Google. This and, is... and the next village along is Mapley. Not to be confused with Mapley in town. What? That, that always throws me out. Um, and it's just a beautiful day to be outside. Stanley Common, we are. Good, um, hearty size um, portions in here, if I remember, but yeah. we'll report back when the food actually arrives. Sort of between Derby and Nottingham. Past Ilkeston, or Ilson, if you're local. Um, I'm not sure about your description of between Derby and Nottingham. Well, well, there's Derby and there's Nottingham, and this is in the middle. It's to the north. Yeah, a little bit north. I normally do a clock, so if Nottingham's in clock phase, we're out sort of 10, 10 o'clock. Diagonally out From at 10 o'clock. Yeah. Stephanie, I'm very excited by this glass Coca Cola bottle. I feel like I'm on the continent. We just need some orangina. <laughs> You're getting some ASMR. Yeah, I was just trying to get the, the noise. It made me think, okay, so this year, for the first time, Wimbledon... Oh, there's a plane landing over there. Sorry, I got really distracted. Um, Wimbledon lost their sponsor, didn't they? Or Robinson's just, they, 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 um, they, what do they call it when there's a divorce and they want to make it sound lovely? They had a, they chose to part ways, Robinson's and Wimbledon. Um, and I was reminding Liam of when it was Diet Coke. Do you remember? Just for the... I can't make the noise. Just for the... Oh, here we go. I'll do it there. Just for the... And the... And the... Of it? Diet Coke, it went. Do you remember that? Is it... No? Liam didn't either. I think you dreamt it. Maybe I dreamt Diet Coke had that. I wonder when. Ah, oh, it's just That's what you need today. So I know we're coffee fans, but on a hot day like this... You know, sometimes fat Coke is just... It feels oh like holiday. Out of a glass bottle. I mean, I know this is like complete cliche, but my mum and dad that, that hits me with a good food memory. Coming back to food like being special and drinks. My parents, because I'm the only child, obviously at Christmas they'd have some um, fizzy champagne, and I'd always on Christmas Day get a little. They used to come in a little cardboard box at Christmas, little cardboard sort of trug with a handle, four yeah. glass bottles of cola, and it was a Christmas edition with a Santa on the bottle, and that was my, I mean, I don't think I even got through all four on Christmas Day, but that was my little, that was my little Christmas Day special treat. Mum and Dad had their fizz, and I had my little glass bottles of Coca-Cola in their little, little box with Reminds a handle. me of either, <clears throat> we used to get dragged out as kids, walk up the big hill to the flask in Hampstead, and then we're left, it felt like hours, because we were children, it was probably 20 minutes, where they went in for a pint. This is when you kids couldn't go into pubs, because mm. I'm old. Um, and you used to come out, we used to get Coca-Cola in a glass bottle, which was a real treat at that time, and a packet at Christmas. <laughs> or being in France when we were kids as well, mm. driving through France and stopping off having bits. Where I'm like, where's the orangina with the bits in? Oh, I hate the bits as well. You used to have to sip it through what? my teeth. Love it. Yeah, try and sip it through my teeth. Try and get rid of as much as possible. love an orangina. It's got to be out of a glass bottle in France. Mm. Like, they try to get it. You can sometimes get it in Britain in can, it's not it's not the If I was in Britain I'd have an apple ties instead, I think. I've got a question for you while we're waiting for our dinner. About apple ties? No. <laughs> hit me. Right. So this kind of not so it's kind of following in when you hit me with the biscuit question. Oh yeah. The right, so question. meal deal. What meal deal 
if you had to get one, would you go for it? Oh, what, like back at the day at uni, Boots Meal Deal? Boots Meal Deal. Oh, okay. So that is a question. <laughs> I'm going to use it with the mask of today being hot. Okay. Um, it's egg mayo or tuna mayo sandwich. Strong choices. Easy peasy. Strong egg choices. Egg mayo. Um, I'm a sweet tooth person. So your snack would be? Definitely be sweet. If there's a double decker involved, I'd have the double decker. Right. If not, there's normally some sort of flapjack or millionaire shortbread option. Drink of choice. I'd only ever get crisps if I've already got something sweet in my handbag. Alright, so we're going um, with mayo-based sandwich. Mayo-based sandwich. Egg or tuna. I'm going to make you, make you choose. Oh, egg. Egg, right. Egg, mayo sandwich. Yeah. Right, if it's sweet. got crisps, even better. Double decker chocolate double bar. Double decker chocolate bar. And I really like in m &S, they do lemon and lime fizzy water. But I don't remember if they do that at Boots. So at Boots, I might have a Lipton iced tea. That's very good. <laughs> what would yours be? BLT. Oh, classic. Yeah. Cheese and onion. Crisps. Pepsi Max. <laughs> Pepsi Max. Oh, you're a Pepsi man, not Cola I'm man. I'm a Pepsi diet drinks. I'm a Pepsi yeah, Max man. Okay. A full fat, Coca-Cola all the way. Okay, interesting. I was at one point quite addicted to a Spartamine. <laughs> um, I am not a cheese and onion crisp fan, so if we ever have a selection box, you can have the cheese and onion. Ah, oh, that's really kind. Although, is it kettle chips that make like, it's like British cheddar yeah, like and... West Country cheddar and Cheddar and chives, and chives I don't mind, yeah. yeah. And maybe it's the fake onion I don't like. I quite like fake onion. Mm. Yeah, I like those, um, you know, those really nasty onion rings. Crisps, <laughs> like you get from a 99p from like a happy yeah. shopper. Love that. <laughs> I, uh, on the crisp now, I've got two crisp stories. I just had, um, I went to the cricket and I grabbed some bits and bobs to nibble on while we were there. I was the proper mum of, mum of the day though, out of all of us, I was the only person that took snacks. So I produced from my bag this um, sharing size bag of, um, actually Nigel did as well, he had two packets of crisps as well. Sharing size bag of mini cheddar sticks. Red Leicester flavour. Oh Leicester my flavor. goodness, they were amazing. They were so Moorish, so much so. I kept sending them around and people would be applying and taking one. And I was like, there to share, take as many as you like. Next thing, bag was gone. Bag was gone. I do like a mini cheddar. They were delicious. Really good. And actually, I liked the stickness of them. Like a chipstick size, but right, mini cheddar yeah. texture. Love a chipstick. Oh gosh. So, I don't think your onion rings, I'm actually not sure I like, but or chipstick. I'm not I sure don't... I like them either, but I just eat them. Yeah. I don't know why, there's just something about, something about it. And then you, I... then you end up with thing, yellow fingers with yes. dust on them. It led me on thinking about a what's it, and I have been advised, I currently have chain trap braces on, and I've been advised that what's it's are a no-go. And so I would think that chipsticks, etc., are as well, because apparently they just like fuse to the appliances. So you end up with like an orange mouth, basically, until you can get to brush your teeth. I'm not for that. <laughs> not for the first, the first week I had them on, we had a barbecue and I tried to eat a crisp and I just had to like suck it to death like a old lady until it fell apart basically. Just fun. But now I can eat crisps again, so all is good in the world. That was a good question about the meal deal. We should just record ourselves going to Evanescence and picking our meal deal. Unfortunately, listeners, you didn't see Stephanie's face. She was quite shook oh, with that question. Yeah. So that is a, a good, good question. question. I liked it a lot. Oh. Right, so if you're a New Yorker on holiday, oh, 
is another question. This is another yes. question. Well, I've we're just wait, done that. We're waiting for our dinner. I'm going to hit you another one. Yeah. And you're rolling down the seaside. Yeah. After a long day. Yeah. What flavour? What flavour ice cream do you go for? Not calamari flavoured ice cream. <laughs> calamari uh, flavoured ice cream. Pistachio. Pistachio. Or when I was there, I had like a like a dark chocolate sorbet. And you probably know the stand I'm thinking of, right in the port. Mm, yeah. Just down from Wiggins's place. Yeah. Yeah. I had the dark chocolate actually. I think I had the dark chocolate and pistachio. Ooh, I sometimes strong. get my head turned by the Ferrero Rocher. You know, you know when they scoop it. Yeah. If all the topping bits are gone, no. Okay. If the topping bits. All oh, right. So you want the bits. Yeah, on the you know on top. Got the fancy yeah, I know yeah, exactly what you mean. You want some fancy bits, yeah. On top of the ice cream. Ooh, look at this. So I've got the smoked salmon. Guess. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. There you go. Turkey and cranberry and cheese. Great. Can I have some mayonnaise, please? Thank you. Oh, these chips Ooh, look, are really these good. Chips. Golden. Are oh, they really hot? Bless you. This is good sweet. <laughs> You've done that before, haven't you? Thanks. It's a very hot plate. She's just had to slide on for some good technique. You know, Stephanie's just lifted it like whatever. I've got asbestos hands. Um, what would I have? I am a fan of proper rum and raisin. Oh, yeah, it's good. So it's good rum and raisin, which it normally yeah. is on the continent. Lovely, it's thank you very, very much. very rum and very raisiny, and you get a high portion of raisins. <gasps> This is even better, they've got a salad cream. <laughs> Your secret salad cream? Salad cream chips is like oh the best God. thing in the whole world. Because um, they've got sachets, you see, places that don't have... Oh, they've got some fancy real mayonnaise as well. Ooh, this place has just gone up in my estimation because of their sauce selection. What's this one? Look at this, made with 5% extra virgin sauce, olive oil. Brown sauce from a company called Stokes. Oh, wow, this is like a Stephanie gift. is really excited by that. I have to take some of that home, no, I'm joking. Now, but, but places that are really fancy and like decant them only ever have ketchup and mayo, don't they? I like it when you get, I mean, it's not for good for the environment, but I like it when you get a selection of sandwiches, um, sauces. I actually went last night to a little local restaurant um, to me called Zug, and they just have a shelf with all the sauces on, and they've got all sorts on there. They've got like catering size sweet chilli, barbecue. And they just stick it on the side. Yeah, they've just got this huge shelf, and that's so I just go and help myself now. I've been in there enough times. So I'm like, yep, I'd like some of that, please. And then I get up halfway through, change my mind, I'd like some of that with this instead. It was good. I had a um, pitta, stuffed pitta, and um, <laughs> I had a stuffed pitta and a what I'm calling a passion fruit martini. Why are you calling it a passion fruit martini? Because I don't like the name. What, passion fruit? No, they're That's actually called. called porn star martinis, but I don't like it. Oh, so you called it... So I call them passion fruit martinis, because I just think it's really infantile calling it. Like, what's porn star about it? It's just to make people embarrassed when they ask for it. Don't you think? I'm not sure I've ever really thought about it, but I think you're right. Mm. Some childish bartender invented it. Yeah, that's like Sex on the Beach, isn't it? From the Sex on the Beach booth. Mm. Have a screwdriver. Shall we do a mayonnaise taste of? We've got fancy mayonnaise and less fancy mayonnaise here. Oh, Tom, we should take a picture as well. My only concern is how I stop bits flying away. Or should I just put it in here with both? Can I put it in? Okay, sorry. It nearly cross-contaminated the, um, the chips with mayonnaise. Tom's not for it. I like mayonnaise on chips. Mayonnaise on chips is best. Um, so yeah, I really like Little Zoog as well. It's a nice little place. Some people came in just after us and the lady was like, oh, I'm really sorry, the kitchen's shut. And they were like, it's all right, we just want a drink. 
So she went off to get the menu and they were like, no, no, we know what we want. And I really like that kind of, it's obviously like people that go in there often, live around the corner, enjoying it. Um, it's got a good vibe. While you're chewing that, these crisps are, chips are, they're not the crispiest, but they're really good. Like skin on golden, bit, bit squishy, but delicious. Probably, I want to say like local potatoes. Like they've not been frozen, have they? Nope. That's why they're not as crispy. Nope. Well, tell me about what Essen have been up to. So I saw on their Instagram that they've got one, a fancy metal machine. It looks a bit like my coffee machine, all like shiny and a bit like a rocket ship. And it's got um, handles on it. So they've got two beer pumps. And I think they had something local and something less local. That's cool. Yeah, got to check it out. I have a very tiny baby over there. Everything going on here. It's good actually, it's a big mix of people. All people that get to skive off on a Friday like us. Oh well, <coughs> I'm my own boss. Hmm. Technically I'm working, so that's all right. Hmm. Yeah. Exactly. We're both working. I haven't enjoyed Cozy Cozy very much in a long time. Okay, no. <coughs> I might do, that was... That was just a bit good, that was. Mm. And actually, they were fridge cold, and we didn't get ice, but I was fine with that. Oh, he's gone for it. Right, Tom's got his turkey and cranberry sandwich, which has got like nice thin slices of roast turkey, and he's putting his crisps, which I'm pleased to say were ready salted, in his turkey sandwich. I don't think that's going to work with salmon, though. I just feel like the sandwich needed something a bit mm. of extra texture. Mm. Also, this bread is really nice. Needed a bit of crunch. It's like multi-farmhouse bread. So, we also got, just to, this, we probably didn't need the chips, if I'm honest. We got crisps, coleslaw, and a bit of side salad. But we're not having cake, so. That's what that needed. Crisps, crunch. Yeah. Stumbled across a few podcasts recently talking about East End of London, or maybe bits of America, actually, where you know, a bit of Jewish culture and all of that, and where they would teach, call a bagel, a bagel. 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 Like where it's spelt I-E in it. Bagel. Okay. And talking about lops, bagels with lops, with which what? is smoked salmon. Okay. Um, and it really got me craving bagels. And I was thinking, you don't get, unless you go to Brick Lane, there's nowhere to get good bagels, is there? And I, I find nothing. sandwich shops in the UK generally don't, offer a bagel option, especially not here where it's cobland. It'd be sacrilege to go into a cob shop and ask for a bagel, wouldn't it? Ba bagel, Bagel. A bagel. But hearing them talk about fresh ones, it was making me hungry. Well, I'm from that London. Mmm. That there, London? Used to be really good. Off the Holloway Road, there used to be a really good bagel shop. Mm. What was that, down seven, seven Sisters? That was very Jewish. Mm. But it was quite an enclave. Mm. That, that was amazing because they made their own bagels. So you go in at six in the morning, seven in the morning, post clubbing. Mm. Come, mm. Back, come back in and have a bagel. That's what they were saying, yeah. Even like five o'clock in the morning, they're yep. there. Um, Just got the route home. Mm. Mm. It's a bit of food culture that I don't really know enough about and I'd like to learn more about. And currently at work, non, non, non food work. Um, I'm being mentored by a chap who's Jewish and it's really interesting. I've been learning a lot 
and it's going on holiday soon and they've picked, they always pick somewhere that's got good vegetarian food because they can't always get kosher meat. Um, and actually in most places it's really difficult to get kosher meat and I hadn't really thought about it before and I kind of want to learn a bit more about that to be honest, about what, they've got really solid traditions I think and um, I think it's a really nice way to keep their culture going, you know, even people that maybe don't practice some of the other parts of Jewish culture or religion, they still find the food side of it really important to their family and the way they spread the traditions. It makes me think of Friday night dinner, mm. which is based around mm. what we've always talked about, sitting down mm. together as, people, as a family or as exactly. friends and eating. Mm. And there's some great stuff in that, <clears throat> like my partner Joe always laughs, so there's always a plated loaf <laughs> on, the, on the table never gets eaten. <laughs> there's always, they've got clearly... In the TV show, you mean? Yeah, in the TV show, there's got to be a plated loaf, <laughs> sliced plated loaf on the table for dinner. Yeah. It's just one of those things that happens in that house. Do they call that challah? It's, it's a very... Like a it's a, texture, Yeah, it? it's a traditional thing. So it's, it's so... Tra it's one of those... Mm. It's so traditional, they've included it in the programme, but clearly... <laughs> so she either buys it or makes it every week and no one eats it. Can you imagine trying to um, eat, like, just bread on a... Like, being able to pick something up on a fork while you're recording, you can kind of put the fork up and down, but can you imagine having to chew bread the whole way through <laughs> recording an episode? <laughs> That'd be hilarious. <laughs> They'd have to have one bit of bread on the side for them to take the bites from, and then the same one on the, <laughs> on the counter. Yeah, so I was thinking I need to explore more, I think, um, and learn. So I'd like to explore some of that stuff and hear more about kind of what their traditions are and how it forms part of their religion but also part of just the community culture aspect as well because he lives um, near Edgeware Road because that's where all the great kosher restaurants are and yes. it makes it really easy for them um, so it's sort of a self-fulfilling you get more great Jewish food there because they all head there and that is how food cultures have been going for years and years and years you know that's why Chinatowns are there that's why some capital cities have great Italian food and some don't and it's because of the combinations of people that kind of build up and the food gets better in that place because more of that kind of people move in. Edgeware Road reminds me of, do you remember Katie Hopkins put a tweet out, right wing columnist, mm. and she basically drove down Edgeware Road recording on her phone out the window going past all the restaurants, ethnic shops, mm. everything, amazing. In a stretch of about 200 metres there was every cuisine known to, known to man, woman, babies everything it was just the whole thing was incredible um and she did it as a protest against the you know overtaking of british culture mm. and all of the replies were that looks fantastic when can we mm. go? <laughs> that looks wow when can we go i want to walk down the edgeware road that looks, that looks absolutely brilliant. like imagine the flavors and the food you can try and i have to say some of that stuff i need to have more of because it blows my mind i remember the first time somebody bought me a box of those indian sweets mm. um made of all sorts of things that I would never think of putting into a dessert, you know, tahini-based stuff. Really amazing, and I have to say, I haven't tried enough of it, and I'd love to, and yeah. I love mixing up the cultures and, yeah, exploring. Something I say about Hong Kong, actually, and I probably don't live it enough here, but in Hong Kong, the places you want to eat don't have a storefront. You have to go up some stairs, and they're upstairs and they'll be amazing. In the UK, if you saw an advert for a restaurant that was upstairs, you wouldn't go in there, would you? You'd be like, oh, that's a bit dodge. Why are they upstairs? But actually, those kind of places that maybe don't have the best frontage and they're 
you know, if you really want to get into the heart of someone's food, the kind of mom and pop places or the place where they're, sh they're shut on certain days because bless them, it's a family running it. Sometimes the most enlightening experiences. It's not somewhere we would normally go. I think often kind of, kind of place you're talking about, whereas <clears throat> down a back street, up an alley, mm. they often do one or two things really well mm. and they don't do a very broad menu. Mm. Might just do one dish, but they're really, really good at it. Mm. Been refining it for 30 mm. years. This weekend, I'm taking the camper van away for the first time on my own. Yeah. Um, Leah, my other half, is a little bit nervous about it because this is pride and joy. So I've been instructed to avoid every pothole, avoid every wall, avoid all the other cars, don't turn sharp corners, don't go off-roading, <laughs> don't do this, what don't do that. What are you allowed to do? I'm just allowed to drive it on the motorway and into the campsite. And we're doing a recce of a run, which has got a different start and end point. And I was like, well, I'm going to have to drive it to the end point, the run. And he was like, no, no, drive it to the start point so you can drive it less. <laughs> And I was like, but I know the car park at the finish. So that's why I picked it that way around. And then I think, I think he was pleased with that response because it, I clearly thought about it. But anyway, my most excited, exciting thing about the camper van is I've introduced my friend Louise to it as well. She's going to stay with me. And her chihuahua, Ronnie, which Liam doesn't know yet because there's going to be a lot of dog hair. So I'm going to take the mini Hoover. Don't tell Liam. Um, Hashtag don't tell Liam. Yeah, it's a funny one because I'm sure we've mentioned that I have a dog as well, but he's not hairy. He just doesn't. Well, I allegedly don't have a hairy dog. That sounds really rude. Um, we've got two allegedly not very hairy dogs, um, but they are definitely hairy. Yeah, he it has like a... Anyway, we digress. <laughs> so, I did a food shop this week. I've been away a week, but I did a food shop and just made Liam stay in for it. And I've ordered some bits and bobs so that if we decide we want to eat in the van, if it's as beautiful as this, and we're like, let's just get the chairs out and sit here. So I've ordered, like, I was trying to think about stuff that I could almost leave in the van so that if we don't use it, we can have it next time. So I've got some paneer. Mm -hmm. that lasts forever. A sachet of ready-to-eat quinoa mix thing. Yeah. Because then I don't need to heat that up even if it's really hot. And then some dal, which is sort of like a in between a paste and a full curry. And my yep. idea is I can just fry the paneer off, toss the dali thing in it, quinoa on the side, and I've ordered some of those long-life chapatis as well. What's the brand? Atta? Yep. Because um, so I thought they'll equally, the chapatis, if we decide we want something for brekkie they can be made into brekkie or lunch or whatever so i've got those and i've bought some of those um do you did you have these if you went on holiday in france when you were a kid like the long life pano chocolate oh yeah and croissants i've ordered a bag of those because we're doing some big runs and i thought we might have some bits where we're like randomly hungry and so i've got all of that ready to go in you had one of the little tray bake brioche things mm, no i haven't get one of them they're badass. Mm. You will eat all of it and then feel mm. very fat. So then I thought we've got choices. If we want to walk to the pub to waste some time and walk back, we can. If we want to cook on site, we can. And I think that's the key. I think the other thing you have to remember when you're camping or caravanning or whatever you're doing, there's generally a lot of time. So I thought equally, if it's a really beautiful day, doing a bit of cooking in the van. Well, it is a good way of eating up time. It will keep us busy. Getting all the little pots and pans out. I've also kept, I bought some um, cream the other day and it came in this beautiful little glass bottle. So I've washed it out and kept it because we're only going for one night. I'm going to fill that up with my milk because yep. it takes up less room in the fridge because this is the other thing, the fridge is tiny. So the oh. good, nice thing with buying long life food is it's not taking up fridge space that could have wine in it. The other thing, because you'll need to use time because you're also not setting up camp really either. Mm. Turn up, plug in, done. Yep. So you don't have that couple of hours of faffing around with a tent, no. tent to use up time. 
Got to put the pop top up. Just means you, end up, didn't mean you end up drinking a lot of wine, but maybe oh. I should time myself about how long it takes me to get everything set up. I've got to put the gas on. I've got to get the electric hook up. And you've got a checklist. You get yourself a nice little checklist. Oh, yeah. You can tick it off as you go through. I'll do that tomorrow or but tonight. We're going to go out for a little drive in it because I've actually not driven it yet. A little practice drive. We need to get fuel, so the petrol station will be the tricky bit. It's wave to all the other VW owners. That's what I said to Liam. I was like, he's going out on Saturday night. So I was like, look, I promise I'll have everything set up and I'll send you a picture or if I have any problems before you go out. And then I was like, and if I do have any problems, I'm sure there'll be another camper van. On have the you side. got an awning? No. And this weekend we might miss that. But we can just sit. I'll just park the van so that we get some shade if we need it. You're going to get an awning? I don't know. But the boot pops up as well. So we can sit under the... You always get a tarp and a couple it of poles. Doesn't, it doesn't go that way. It goes that way. I think you'll miss an awning. Yeah. Well, you always get a tarp and stash it. Mm. It does depend where you're going as well, because if you're at a nice, the first campsite we went to was nice and wide and open, and actually we didn't need an awning, what we needed was a windbreak. You spoke about that. Mm. So I feel like if we did, thinking about, I'm now thinking about, see how I go this weekend, going down to France in it next year, then I think we'll need an awning. Because if it's hot all the time, and if you're trying to sit out and have lunch, I think you need a bit of shade. But really, the, the time we're taking out here, we're only really getting the evenings and the mornings. The thing is, and I find this when I'm out world camping, mm. or doing my other activities, that sounds dubious, is it's really nice to have something over your head. Yeah. I don't know why, there's just something about, yeah. something about having a bit of top cover mm. that makes you feel relaxed and at home. Yeah. Just rams, you know, just a bit of, just a tarp or something. We used mm. to do it, we, like brewing up. And go for a big walk and to whack a tarp up quickly mm. and you just feel like you've got a bit of i don't know it's like primeval in your cave sort yeah, of I thing just sit in the van. i know it's like <laughs> outside maybe over egging this but a bit like that. yeah i might depending on how hot it is this weekend i might be desperate for might a be like, exactly you're like oh and actually i just want to sit mm. have a bit of breeze mm. with me awning yeah we'll see how we get on sitting under the boot bit yeah i was going to try the coffee but it's too hot it's too hot and I'm not sure if they'll do a nice coffee. So I'm giving it back. I enjoyed my glassy Coca-Cola. We can just leave, we've paid already. That's nice, I might go to the way. Those horses have legged it, look. Oh, yeah. They're off. So Steph, before you disappear to the loo, mm. should we say goodbye to the lovely yeah. viewers? This is Stephanie and Tom signing out with another tractor from Oakfield Farm Cafe and Farm Shop today. It's a sunny July day. As the tractor comes rolling in, you know what else happens, Tom? We're going to have to release this soon because we talked about political nonsense and July. I know, I think we need to release this. we're going to have to get on the interwebs. We're going to have to release this. We're going to have to go public. We're going to go public with food glue <laughs> uh, this month, I think. Which is a bit scary. We've both got a poster bias on this. We don't have to tell anyone. We can just put it live. <laughs> I think we're going to get viewers, though. It'll be on the internet. <laughs> and with that, we shall see you soon. Thanks for listening to Food Glue. Please subscribe to us and share us with all of your friends, family, your nan, your dog, whoever. We would love to hear from you via our Instagram at foodgluepod or you can email us at foodgluepod at gmail.com. And if you've got some spare time, please do rate and review us on your favourite podcast player because it helps other people to find us. <laughs>